The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is going on? Welcome, Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix for you here on this Wednesday. I am Dan Bach, and we will be here helping you out as you get set for a Wednesday night in Daily Fantasy Baseball. Thanks to Fantasy Draft, uh, a great sponsor here of the show, and going to be part of something that we're doing opening week. Uh, I don't want to spill the beans just yet, but if you're in my neck of the woods, uh, good news for you to say the very least. Uh, but uh, that should be announcement should be coming up pretty soon uh, as uh, we're excited to kind of bring the community together. Man, I basically gave it away. I'll just give it away. We're going to do a community meetup week one here in Jacksonville. You're going to have me. We're going to have Stevie. We're going to have uh, the Chief Justice. And who knows who else is going to come on down to Florida for week one and enjoy us, watch some football. And I don't know, maybe if things get crazy, we'll take it to the Bach pool and have the chief justice make us uh, well done steaks. He says he can make a good, well done steak. I might need to see it with my own eyes, but uh, nonetheless, that's going to be happening and fantasy draft is going to be a part of that. So uh, thanks so much to them. Look for more details in the coming days and weeks. I can't keep a secret like terrible at these things. Terrible. But that's going to happen. Uh, hopefully, things going well in your world DFS-wise. I've kind of been up and down in terms of playing baseball here this time of year. But as I say to you, if I do a podcast, I will be entering games. Because uh, I play what I believe. And when I'm giving advice here, I feel like i got to put some money out where my mouth is. So uh, you'll find me over uh, across the industry here on this Wednesday, and uh, hopefully we can have some success. Uh, football coming a little bit closer. Of course, we just launched our premium schedule. The full media schedule we'll have next week because there's a bunch of free stuff that we didn't include in this rollout. So uh, we'll let you know about that. It includes, by the way, an extra day of the DFS OGs. We're giving you two days of that podcast on the Daily Fantasy Football feed. So uh, you'll have Noto, Chop, and Beer Makers fan twice a week. That's exciting. And uh, tons of good stuff. You probably saw it and you'll hear more about it as well, but super excited to have uh, Matt Kelly, Roto Underworld Radio, coming to Roto Grinders this year. He's going to be doing three different pieces of content for us. Kind of a weekend review on Mondays, a Friday night show, with Ben Gretsch, Eric McClung, and then Sunday morning, his final thoughts on the slate. If you have not uh, listened to Matt and Underworld, I'll tell you what, it is great, great content. It's entertaining, it's informative, it's fun, uh, it's passionate, it's got everything. And uh, when the opportunity was 
presented to be able to bring them into the mix here this football season for our premium subs, it was a complete no-brainer for me. So you can check out his podcast already if you haven't done so, some NFL prep, and uh, see what you're getting with uh, the Podfather. Uh, he's, you know, he's a trip, to say the very least. Excited to have him. So that's just one of the many cool things that we've got on Roto Grinders Premium. If you're a sub already, if you're on the monthly package, don't worry. You're set up. Don't need to worry about it. If you're on the annual, if you signed up within the last year, you're set up. If you're just an exclusive NFL player, kind of wondering why you're listening to this podcast right now, but go ahead and just get the uh, seasonal NFL sub and uh, you'll be all set up this season. So, uh, all right, enough promotion. Let's get into baseball for tonight. We're going to kind of take it game by game tonight, uh, look at our incredible plate IQ. I, I don't know if there's awards anymore for like, tools, fantasy tools, but Plate IQ deserves every single freaking accolade it could get because it is definitely the most groundbreaking uh, tool to come in the fantasy space, I think, in quite some time. Uh, really great work bar team. One of the one of the things I'm certainly most proud of that we've built at Roto-Grinders over the years. So uh, we're going to look at the seven o'clock games here tonight. We'll take them one by one. Some I care about more than others. Uh, we'll lead off with Philadelphia and Washington. Obviously, Washington traded away um, a couple of pieces, you know, yesterday. Matt Adams, um, Dave Murphy. Uh, neither of those guys were really contributing all that much right now. I mean, Murphy has not really looked great since coming off the disabled list this season. Adams has kind of been in a reserve role here lately. Uh, they get uh, Zach Eflin today and definitely think the left-handed bats are ones that we can consider here. I mean, you look at Eflin, his struggles versus lefties are well-documented. 343 Woba and a 231 ISO. So the big bats like Harper and Soto, I think, make tremendous options for us today. You're going to have to pay up for them because those splits are, you know, baked in on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. He's 5K on DK, 9,900 on Fantasy Draft, 47 on FanDuel. Soto, on the other hand, uh, comes in 42 on FanDuel, 41 on DraftKings, and 82 on Fantasy Draft is uh, a little bit more reasonable there. But uh, definitely, I think two of the top plays, even going to Adam Eden in that leadoff spot, uh, I think is is certainly intriguing. And you can play some of the righties here. I mean, Rendon with a 354 Woba and a 192 uh, ISO against uh, righties this season has just been fine in that split. Turner's maybe the one guy that you avoid here. Uh, just a, a 319 Woba, not great. The contact Woba is like 360, so that's not even great. Um, and what you're really hoping with Turner is if he can get on base, he can steal. Eflin with a paltry 5.5% walk rate uh, this season. So he's not really putting people on base that often. So Trey Turner's probably your avoid there. Uh, on the other side of things, we've got... Uh, Steven Strasburg uh, on the mound and minus 177 favorite for Washington today. Uh, and Strasburg, I mean, the problem you kind of run into with Strasburg tonight is salary first and foremost. 10-1 on FanDuel, 9,900 on DraftKings, 19-8 over there on Fantasy Draft. And, you know, he's definitely, you know, going to probably be limited 
in terms of how much he's going to pitch here coming off the disabled list. I mean, he hasn't pitched since uh, July the 20th. So with that sort of uncertainty, it pretty much makes him unplayable today. You know, if you could guarantee me 100 pitches, that could change. But even at that price, I don't think it's a lock and load today. So I'm not playing Phillies bats, but certainly not looking to necessarily play Steven Strasburg tonight either. Okay, Atlanta and Philadelphia, or Pittsburgh the next game. Not one that I'm overly intrigued about. You know, Vegas is read on this one. We've got uh, Atlanta at minus 105 to Pittsburgh's at minus 115 with a total at 8. If there's one-off bats that I'm maybe looking to take in this game, um, it's probably like Corey Dickerson, potentially. He's 3K on FanDuel. I think he's like 4K over there on DraftKings. And uh, I certainly like the left-handed bats for Washington, uh, or excuse me, for Pittsburgh, if I'm going to you know go with anything here. So he and Polanco... 4K, 4,300, their numbers. You could even throw Josh Bell in there at 3,800. But I don't feel like this is going to be a a game that really wins anyone tournaments or anything. Like, there's nothing that stands out. Even on the Atlanta side, you look at plate IQ numbers. Nobody with a plate IQ rating against Trevor Williams over 60 today. And to give you some context, the first four hitters for Pittsburgh all over 60 against Julio Teheran. Uh, The splits, very good there for uh, Ronald Acuna versus righties this season with a 392 Woba and a 270 isolated power, a 532 contact Woba, which is pretty good against a pitcher who does not strike out a whole lot of people and miss a lot of bats here in Trevor Williams. So uh, he's fine as a one-off, but again, another guy with a juiced-up price, 5,700 on DraftKings, 10.5 on Fantasy Draft. 4500 on FanDuel. And besides that, you know, Freeman uh, and Marcakis are fine against righties this season, 397 and 374, but both with ISOs under two. So just not a lot of upside in this game. So uh, let's keep moving. New York and Miami. We've got Trevor Richards on the mound for Miami uh, against Lance Lynn. Yeah, I don't really play Lance Lynn, and I don't think I'm going to start here tonight. Yes, it's Miami. Uh, They're not a great offense, uh, but I'm just not buying into him at all here today. Walks way too many people, and um, the the salary that we've got on him right now, uh, let's see... We've got a salary of, what, 7500 on FanDuel, 8K on DraftKings, and fifteen one on Fantasy Draft. I mean, that's fine, but there's somebody else I think I'd rather kind of go to in this range. So I'm not on Team Lance Lynn today. But the other pitcher is interesting to me here because Trevor Williams on the, on the flip side is 6500 over on FanDuel tonight. He is 58 on DraftKings, really cheap there. And 10-9 on Fantasy Draft. And typically we've had this philosophy of like, yeah, we don't really want to use pitchers versus the Yankees because you've got Gary Sanchez, you've got Aaron Judge, you've got Didi Gregorius. And oh, by the way, all three of those guys not in the lineup right now because they're all hurt. So yes, you've got Giancarlo Stanton. Yes, Aaron Hicks has been good. Andohar and Bird have shown signs at times, but... This is still a team that carries a 22% K rate uh, in the projected lineup that we have tonight versus righties. Richards, a 22% K rate in his own right. 
I think he can minimize damage here. And I think at that price point, if you want to pay up for big bats, he's going to be a path to doing that. Uh, because this lineup, Gardner, Pesky, Stanton, Stud, Hicks, I don't love. Andahar, nice young player. Bird, he seems all or nothing for me. Um, it seems like he either goes 0 for 4, hits you two home runs. Torres, nice young player. And then Walker and Romine at the bottom of the order. And, oh, by the way, we get American League pitching or American League pitcher hitting in a National League park. So lots to love here in Trevor Richards, I think, tonight as one of our you know favorite cheap options on the board. Uh, in terms of bats in this game, uh, probably not too excited about much of anything uh, in this one. You know, our total is at seven and a half. Uh, the Yankees are minus 180 here, but, you know, outside of trying to, you know, get a double dong there by uh, by Giancarlo Stanton, I, I don't really see most of these guys, you know, making my lineup builds here tonight. All right, let's keep it rolling. We'll go to San Francisco and the New York Mets. Uh, Casey Kelly against Mr. Thor, uh, Noah Syndergaard, and... Definitely giving the edge to Syndergaard here in this matchup. San Francisco, you know, initially it looked like Buster Posey was going to be out um, because uh, they're like, oh, he's going to go on the disabled list and have surgery. And they're like, eh, we're not so sure about that. We're like seven games out. I think we're still going to make a run for it. So no, Posey is apparently going to play tonight. If he would be out, that would really change my mind because that guy just does not strike out. 12.5% Ks. Same with Joe Panic in the two spot. Um, and that really is dragged down that K rate. And that's kind of what you want out of Noah Syndergaard. That hasn't been good. Means he laid it out really well in the pitcher primer this morning about how, you know, some of that might be, um, might not be totally accurate or, you know, be caused because he pitched against. Uh, a team like the Nationals, who were not particularly high K, and I think you know two out of his last three starts came against that team. So uh, there might be some of that baked in. He still has a what twenty four and a half percent K rate, a five sub five percent walk rate, three point two x FIP. He's got everything going in his favor, and you know plate IQ is green from top to bottom. Uh, and this thing about Syndergaard is the salary is completely reasonable on him tonight. He's under ten K. Um, on FanDuel, DraftKings, he's at 10-2. Fantasy Draft, he's under 20,000. So I think he's definitely a guy that uh, I am looking at as you know one of the, the, the core plays for me. Vegas does not love them, but how can you love them when that offense is as abysmal as it is? And that's where they're coming in at a minus 164 number. We'll see if that changes throughout the day. You know, Casey Kelly's not a guy. He pitched well, I think, in that last start versus the Reds. Um, where I think his dad is like a bench coach or something. Like, talk about motivation. Like, narrative street, if I ever saw it there. Um, but overall, you know, Casey Kelly, um, a guy who was like a prospect, feels like a decade ago. Um, but so far, early this season, you know, he was fine. But not a guy that, you know, I think is going to pitch deep. And uh, I'm not really looking to use Mets bats at all. Um, maybe Michael Conforto. Maybe you could throw... Todd Frazier in there against a, a guy who doesn't strike people out. Um, those would probably be my my top two options as you know potential plays for us. But again, not a spot that I'm I'm in love with. I mean, that's the one thing you could say. Casey Kelly, 11% K rate. Again, this is this season. It's really small sample size. So 
maybe it puts guys like Austin Jackson and Jose Bautista, who have like 35 and 29% K rates, back in play just because you know they probably are not going to K in this situation. And when they make contact, their contact role is pretty good, 414, 436. So you know, if you need some value spots, maybe you take a look there. Uh, 3,400 on DraftKings, 28 on FanDuel. For Jackson and Joey Bats, who, you know, is pretty much washed. 4,100 on DraftKings, no real value there. And uh, 3K over there on uh, on FanDuel Fantasy Draft, 8,100. So basically, flyers and low-dollar GPPs. That's where I'd think. Consider using those guys. Uh, Cubs and Tigers. You know, John Lesser had been awful and then finally came back with his last start. And... Looked pretty freaking awesome, to be honest with you. And we'll see if he can repeat that against a Detroit team. It's been kind of pesky. You know, not as bad as you look, but minus 188 favorite. Uh, total of 9.5 here in this game. And Francisco Lariano's on the other side. And the Cubs definitely make for an intriguing stack for us tonight. I think guys like Wilson Contreras uh, make a great cash game option for us. I think David Boat today. Might be one of the more popular players on this slate. When you look price per dollar at 3.6K against Liriano, he is going to pop off the page. And, uh, you know, so far in the small sample size, you've got a 360 or 381 Woba, 559 contact Woba, uh, a 25% K rate, and definitely a guy who's going to walk people in Francisco Liriano. So I don't mind the Cubs from top to bottom. I think Jose or Javier Baez. Um, is easily one of the top options on the slate. 5K on DraftKings, 37 on FanDuel, 99 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Do I consider using uh, John Lester here? I mean, I have to kind of hold my nose in the process. Um, The good thing for him is salary is not crazy. It's at 82 on DraftKings, 77 on FanDuel, and 15.8 on Fantasy Draft. It's just... You know, which which John Lester are we going to see? The one that, you know, dropped 30 fan draft DraftKings points or the one that went for negative four, negative two, and three? Against Detroit, I think it's one that's going to do all right here. I mean, you look at this Detroit lineup versus lefties, and, you know, we obviously have got Castellanos, who is elite in that handedness. Candelario, pretty darn good himself. Um, Iglesias is fine, but... Once you get to Goodrum, Martinez, McCann, Rodriguez, Matuk, Victor Reyes, these guys all really, really bad. I mean, a Team Woba of 303, a 128 ISO of this uh, projected lineup we have today. So this could be a sneaky spot for John Lester. If I'm multi-entering, he's probably on my list. If I'm putting one lineup together, I don't think this is the guy I'm looking to play. Uh, Your one-off, though, from Detroit side, you can look to James McCann. He's just kind of sneaky, decent. Uh, used to be great versus lefties. The numbers for 2018 don't really bear that out. But he's 2,300 on FanDuel, 31 over on DraftKings, which is uh, really a solid salary, and 58 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, okay, let's keep going and uh, head up to the next game. That is going to be Cleveland and Boston. Carrasco versus um, Brian Johnson. Another one of these games, it's just, I'm going to sit back and watch it and enjoy it, but I don't think I can really afford to play any of these guys here. And maybe you'll get low ownerships in tournaments. I just don't see a reason to take hitters versus Carrasco. Guy has been just outstanding as of late. 
I will say this though. I'll make one little case here. If you're playing the low dollar tournaments and you're looking to get like the Indians at an under 5% stack, um, excuse me, not the Indians, the Red Sox, it might make some sense. And I'll say this because I watched that last start by Carrasco and he pitched out of some really bad spots there. Like bases loaded like two, at least two times in different innings and ended up getting out relatively unscathed. So for that reason, I I think, you know, Carrasco, the velocity's been down a little bit, but the numbers have been just great. I mean, his last start was that Max Slate, and uh, and he outperformed Scherzer that night. So it's hard to go there, and if you're playing high dollar, you're playing single entry, you're playing entry max, you're silly, I think, to be just taking good hitters or taking hitters against this guy who's one of the better pitchers. But if you're playing a $3, $4, you got 20,000 entries, you need to differentiate from the field. Uh, we've seen Boston put up big numbers against good pitchers. But that's the only scenario I think I'd consider it. And the same kind of applies for Johnson. Um, mainly because the salaries are so high there on these Cleveland hitters. I mean, Johnson's definitely not anywhere near the caliber of pitcher we've seen with Carrasco. But, you know, the guys we want, Frankie Lindor, Jose Ramirez, are like, what, 6K practically over there on on DraftKings today? 57 for Lindor. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ramirez is 6K over there. Yep, 6K on DraftKings. I mean, I think you're better off to go to a guy like Brandon Geyer. Uh, I think he's actually an interesting one-off today. Uh, 2K on FanDuel, 33 on DraftKings, 63 on Fantasy Draft. So if you need a salary relief, he could be a little bit better way to go um, here tonight. So I don't expect to have a lot of exposure to these guys. Kansas City and Tampa, I I don't know. I, I hate what Tampa's doing. It makes my life very hard as somebody who analyzes this stuff to figure out what's going to happen on the pitching front. And honestly, it's just annoying in general. Uh, hasn't amounted to them winning all that much, so maybe they'll go back to realizing starting pitchers are not a bad thing. We'll see. Uh, and... It just makes it hard to handicap. And, you know, tonight, I think the Tampa side against Eunice is interesting. But Eunice isn't a guy who's been, you know, really um, much of a a problem here. Um, you look at his numbers, and he is what, uh, or this, this line today, 7.5, and, a half and uh, Tampa's actually 196. So they're pretty big favorite here, all things considered. But Eunice, um, looking at these... The game logs for him here real quick. Uh, Let's bring these up to see what we got on him. Again, I look at all this stuff ahead of time. It's hard to have it all on one screen. And, uh, you know, last start versus the White Sox wasn't great, but didn't get too blown up. Five strikeouts, eight strikeouts to start before against St. Louis, eight against Chicago, five against the White Sox. So he's got 20 fantasy point upside. We've seen it in two of the last three games. I'm not sure if Tampa's the team that... uh, uh, we're going to really see that against um, tonight. Their, you know, strikeout rate is pretty healthy there at 22%, but uh, 323 Woba, 156 ISO. Eh, it's not too much concern there in that. Uh, from the Kansas City side of things, again, I just don't really see where I want to go in this ballpark tonight. So, again, another pass for me. All right, let's. Keep rolling. Let's go to the next game, and that is San Diego and Colorado. This is one I definitely have interest in. I think John Gray today is 
a lock and load for me um, as a pitcher over on DraftKings tonight. I think he's probably okay over there on FanDuel, but one thing we know about the San Diego team is they cannot hit righties. Now, they move into a great hitter's ballpark, um, but at 7,800 on DK and 15-3 on Fantasy Draft, John Gray is my guy here tonight. The Ks, I'm hopefully this is, you know, what we see is what we get here. Uh, he's been eight or more in two of his last three starts. And, uh, you know, the hits have not been bad. You know, uh, what was that? Oh, shoot, lost my page. I hate it when that happens. Uh, but, you know, last game, for example, you know, five hits in seven innings. Um you know, that's pretty good ratio from my perspective. Uh, let me get this back up since I lost it here. Um, yeah, so five and seven, six and five and two thirds, four and eight, four and seven, one and seven, five and seven. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty interesting. The walks are not bad. Um, one home run allowed in each of the last four starts. I just think he's the guy I want to play tonight. I think he's number one option on my board, and we'll see how chalky he gets. Coors Field, I mean, it's not like we're sitting middle summer here, 95-degree temperatures in Coors. It's a uh, a balmy, or no, I don't know, if, uh, a paltry? I don't know the the, pri- the right adjective, but it's only 72 degrees out there in Colorado, so it's not like going to be a barn burner by any measure. So I like them, and then Nick's, on the other hand, what a mistake he was. He got me a... Wonderful negative 10 points in his last start. Appreciate that. And um, again, you got the home road splits here. And the numbers for these Colorado bats, I think they're in a good spot tonight. Um, You've got uh, weighted OBAs of what? 355, 361, 348, 364, and 410 so far against righties this season. Dahl, Story, Arenado, Cargo, and Blackman. Um. I, I just think they're in an amazing spot. Like, they're, this is a core stack, but it's a Colorado side for me. So this is the team that I'm looking to play. Ian Desmond, uh, you know, as a one-off in non-Coors lineups, pretty cheap uh, on FanDuel at 33. 46 on DraftKings is maybe a little bit higher than I want to spend on him. Um, DJ, not the best numbers versus righties so far this season. So he's only 3,400, but... Cargo as well, 38. You can get this this team in. I mean, even Arenado, 4-5. Um, less than what we have in Trevor Story. So, give me the Rockies today. Uh, last game for us. Uh, I think it's the last game, or do we have two? we got two left. Uh, Arizona and LA. And Despagne today takes on uh, Clay Buckholtz. Man, I mean, I laughed at the thought of paying 10K for Clay Buckholtz, and he threw like 36 fantasy points that last start and he has been you know super solid and consistent this season it's one of my biggest faults as a DFS player is to look at him and be like I know Clay Buckles I watched him last year he was terrible and he's improved enough this year I mean though the XFIP isn't amazing at 4.26 but the Babbitt's at 260 so he's getting a little help there but the K rate at 20 percent the walk rate at 5.4 and more than anything this Anaheim lineup right now really watered down. You take Trout out, you take Upton out. Uh, you've got Young, Cowart, Ward, Arcia, Simmons. That's the uh, bottom five in the lineup. Calhoun, Fletcher, and Pujols. I mean, Fletcher's always cheap, but Fletcher isn't really that good. So he's kind of cheap for a reason. Um, this lineup does not scare me at all. Vegas is definitely in the corner of 
uh, Arizona tonight, making them minus 200 favorites, the total at, at eight and a half. So super comfortable. Um, it's just whether or not you really want to spend that money on Buckholtz. Like, do you want to spend on Buckholtz today at a salary of 10K on DraftKings, or do you want to go a little bit more and get Thor into your lineup tonight? Or do you play both? I mean, it's hard for me because I like John Gray better than them, but he's definitely viable in tournaments. I'm probably not playing him in cash games, probably not playing him in three-entry max, but if I'm multi-entering, he's on the list of pitchers I would use. Despagne, on the other hand, not so much. I think the Arizona bats are uh, are completely uh, in play for us today. The plate IQ is littered with green in two, three, four, five spots here in this lineup. Pollock, Peralta, Goldschmidt, Escobar, fire all these guys up, all with isolated powers of right against righties over 200 so far this season. And even Nick Ahmed at 177, 354 on the contact Woba um, is fine for us tonight. You know, Alex Avila has been completely dreadful, but you hope he can make contact because when he actually does, He's not too bad, but he's dirt cheap on FanDuel 2,400. DraftKings 3,400 if you need to punt at this position. But he's been pretty awful so far this season. But Despagne, um, yeah, just not a guy that uh, is going to overwhelm the other team at all. And, you know, Arizona still, you know, sitting, uh, you know, right in contention here in the, uh, in the Western Division. We've got them leading it by... One and a half games over the Rockies, Dodgers three and a half games out. So uh, still highly focused uh, for this team. Where the Angels, on the other hand, 13 and a half games out. They're already looking to their fall and winter plans. So uh, that's my game-by-game rundown for you here tonight. Appreciate you guys giving us a listen, a download. Be sure to play over on Fantasy Draft. Support the sponsors. It means a lot to us and certainly means a lot to them. And uh, Fantasy Draft, they've got their PGA Tour golf as well happening this week. Love their golf product where if you have one pit, one player doesn't make the cut, you're not drawn dead, which I think is important over there. Lowest score is dropped. So check them out. Fun concept and uh, excited to see what they've got rolling out this football season. Uh, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe. Leave a review. Check out our PropCast. Just did a new episode of that as well with David Purdom of ESPN. So if you're into the gambling side of things, uh, check that out. Uh, but until next time, I'm Dan Bach. Wishing you best of luck on this Wednesday, and we will see you. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.